0: Welcome back to the Glue Guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BKGlueGuysNetsDaily.com Brian, the Nets are back.
1: Um, they really are almost back. <laughs> it's very, it's getting very close now.
0: Um, I one, I think the NBA should move all of our games to our motherland, China. Two, mm. uh, we should every game should be on at seven thirty in the morning. What a delight! What an absolute delight! Um, yeah. Game has been played, and we can now talk about it. And our day will be over by eleven twenty-three in the morning. It'll be perfect. Wow. Um, Brian, hot takes. Get hot takes. Yeah, I've, I have a list of hot takes, the hottest of takes. Uh, we are potting here. Um, I don't know about an hour after that game ended, the Nets preseason game in China, the much discussed preseason game in China. Nets Lakers. We didn't know it was going to happen. It did happen. And we saw stuff happen on the basketball court, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, how upset were you that Kyrie Irving is now not playing basketball for the ver- for the I mean what world? a bunch
1: of crazy crazy guys they came out just swinging at everyone's eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that was their that was their team meeting, their strategy. Can we on the whiteboard it just said grab everyone's eyeballs.
0: So we're, we're twitch streaming this. Can we back up? to the Kyrie moment I know this may be awkward for podcasting so what we're doing now we're going to be doing this way more often is after some games we're going to be doing our post-game pods and we're going to be streaming parts of the game as we're talking so if you want to go on twitch tv you can watch along with us Um, podcast wise we're still going to sound exactly the same but you're going to get a little bit more flavor and you're going to get that visual element um, so if you had not watched because the game was at 730 in the morning, Kyrie Irving comes out, starts the game. And what is pleasant about preseason basketball is that everyone actually plays, at least in this game in China. Of course, the NBA, one of these guys to play in China. Kyrie comes out with his little plastic mask. And within what the first minute, he is knocked out of the game because he gets punched in the face right here.
1: Yeah. At 11.03, oh, actually 1054. It seems like they had a mistake. Um yeah, and immediately comes up but he's holding his jaw or I don't know, just maybe his general face. But obviously um you know Rondo plotted this probably <laughs> for months, I don't know, <laughs> you know. Um and it went off without a hitch. I heard um,
0: that he had a 45-minute phone call with the <laughs> Ukrainian Prime Minister, <laughs> are those the, the geopolitics
1: we want to we want to bring into this?
0: And uh, they were discussing whether Rondo would uh, give four hundred million dollars in aid, and mm. the only way it would happen is if I guess then Rondo punched uh, Kyrie Irving in the face. It, it's a twisted web, but trust me, there's something mm. there, Brian. Twisted web, truly.
1: Um, yeah, it was a bummer. I hope I hope everything's fine. I generally I feel okay about face injuries because. Your face is one of the least important body parts in a basketball game, um, but barely a, ever use it.
0: Our most important body part, I would say. That's right for for we marketing, marketing, marketing. Have pretty great faces, you and I. Jeez. We have good faces. Jeez, Becky with the um, face. <laughs>
1: um. Okay what are your what are your real hot takes? Okay. Just, uh, yeah. Well,
0: let's actually. I'll be like actually authentic and positive here. John and Musa looked dope and awesome. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, he did. And you were down on Musa <laughs> forever for some for some reason.
0: It's one of those things where like you, you have a certain take, you have an opinion. Um, and my opinion previously was that, like, I think Musa, I just felt that Musa was never going to be a valued contributor on the Nets. I was worried about how he was using the G League to pad his stats seemingly. Like every time I saw him, it was just like him dominating the ball and shooting from crazy parts of the floor. And mm. I did not feel like he was an authentic basketball player that could. You thought, thought he was a meme.
1: He was a bit of a meme lord. That's and what thought,
0: but like we were excited when he got drafted from what we understood about him. Okay, so we go through the whole progression, and this I game, mean, he I, was awesome.
1: The balls on him to like his first shot was a thirty-footer <laughs> or something, and it went in. Luckily, um, but he's really he's got no conscience in in a good way. I like that our our like Euro duo of Kirkson and, and Musa. Are like just sort of complete wild cards. Like, like Brody just just trolls around doing like whatever. Like, anytime he misses a shot, he'll like chase the life out of it, you know, trying to get a, yeah. his own offensive rebound. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, the, the way that like a middle school person plays, except he somehow gets away with it. You need a little bit of that kind of crazy in the mix, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was that's always been Karout's like little special sauce for this team is that he doesn't play the formatted pick and roll style that everyone else plays in. Uh, And Musa, it's so interesting to see because he's 6'9". I think – I mean, so obviously with one of these – we'll talk about this later, but there's this great – the fact that the NBA is now forcing teams to actually measure these guys is a complete dream of mine. It's like it it was – I wanted that and to know the actual Oscar voting, like the actual breakdown of Oscar movies. Once we get that, then the world is solved. But um, like to see – Moose is like 6'9". I mean he's So
1: they they did so I'm looking at a Nets Daily tweet here and it said um, this is the list of players whose height in bare feet changed as part of the measurement. Musa not listed there, so it's safe to assume his height didn't change and he's six nine in bare feet. Um, which doesn't pass the eye test to me, but then again, you know, Torian Prince is now six <laughs> six, tiny and <laughs> and uh, David Nawaba is a towering six five instead of six four. Um Musa um,
0: M- yeah. doesn't pass the eye test in terms of height because he's constantly hunched over like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Um, he's Dom, just, please. He's just sort of like he's that sort of look on the basketball court. You know what it is? Is that He looks
1: normal from straight on, but from the profile, he looks kind of weird to me. That's and how I kind of see it.
0: My theory about that is that he uh, probably has always been pretty tall his whole life and that they – and so one of his coaches told him at some point, like, if you actually do want to handle the basketball, you have to get low. So his mm. whole profile is getting his, low.
1: His body just – it's its like getting technic for yeah. <laughs> for basketball.
0: Yeah. So I, but, no, so he was kind of a revelation in this first game. I mean, it's just one preseason game in China with crazy circumstances surrounding it. But
1: Do you want to he, – here, I got a fiery hot take for you. You yes, want one? Yes. Um, well, here's, here's just – you know, this is not the high fire I take. I was planning on, but I, I think that. Do you think that Caruso and Musa had a thing going on there, and that something about the fact that Musa had the inverted version of Caruso's hair played into a little bit that, <laughs> that he was sort of trolling him with that? I don't know. There's something there. That, um,
0: that, that, there's definitely something there.
1: Yeah, that's just a meme. Um, fiery hot take. I think DeAndre Jordan kind of deserves that starting spot at the moment. I, I have to say that's this is a spicy take, dude. I, I literally told you just
0: took off my glasses and had to clean them. Cause that was such a spicy. Yeah. Take. That's going to miss
1: those suckers up. Um, um,
0: why do you say that, Brian?
1: He just, um, so obviously his ceiling is not as high as Jared Allen's. You know, I think that Jared Allen has a lot more potential, but he just, um, that playmaking ability that like that j- little bit more of like offensive awareness and ability to like zip a, you know, Pass to a, like, backdoor-cutting guy, like, a lot easier. Just is, his wherewithal in the offense is, like, noticeably higher. Um, and he doesn't give up much on defense. I mean, he's, like, swatting the life out of everything and is – just seems to be, like, super spry and mobile in a way that, like – I think everyone was sort of doubting um, him and what he was going to be like this season just because he, like, super mailed it in last season. Um but i kind of think he makes a lot of sense like getting those minutes i got to be totes honest i mean just just from this first little like sample he just looked um like the better choice at the moment
0: and again if you didn't watch uh this game it was actually entertaining it ended up being 114-111 nets like it was it was tenuous at the end the nets got a steal and a bucket from david nawaba your boy um and it was, mm-hmm. it was actually a somewhat exciting game. You got 24 minutes of LeBron, 25 minutes of Anthony Davis. You got no Karis LeVert and Kyrie Irving because both got hurt. But there was, like, I think what's going to be, what, what was nice about this game as opposed to playing, like, the team from Brazil is that you could pick out little things and say, okay, I can kind of see this at this moment. I mean, you're talking about DeAndre Jordan, you know, three assists, I, you know, not incredible. But for a center who ultimately will never handle the ball all that much, three assists is a nice thing. Three blocks of a nice I mean, thing. I haven't looked
1: at it. it, but I got to assume Jared Allen's in the like one point five assist range. Let's look it up. Let's Yeah. Be, and let's and be, Jared beautiful. Allen had four blocks in this game. So
0: obviously, like, again, you're not going to extrapolate one preseason game in Shanghai with all the weirdness that was happening in the rest of the NBA. Yeah. But look at that. One
1: point four assists. I'm I'm. That was pretty Sometimes weird. I really impress myself. <laughs>
0: um, so, John and Musa. Let me just pull up his stats real quick. Six from ten from the field, which is surprising because usually, I feel like he probably wanted to shoot twenty shots and settled for only ten shots taken. Um, one assist, one mm-hmm. rebound. So, like, my thing about Musa is, I was impressed by him because I, he he shot four from six from three. He was taking some pretty difficult threes. He was handling the ball. But his role on this team should really only be like third ball handler on the floor, maybe secondary ball handler. I think this is
1: this is like an archetypal Moussa game because we instantly lost our two best offensive players. (laughs) And it's he would in in any other circumstance, he would never probably see that amount of court time. Um, but as a, like, you know, sort of offensive spark plug in a desperate situation, you could do a lot worse than, than, Musa.
0: So I wonder, I mean, this is something we're going to be tracking all season. He was drafted with the idea to put him in the G league. And so that's what the development that they're doing. They, the nets are doing it with Jalen hands as well. Nick Claxton will probably really only be in the G league as well this year. Um, but I wonder, part of Moose's development plan, is it going to be... Now, this year, he's actually with the team more often than not. And that, is he going to play when he is with the team? You know? Because there is a hole at power forward, particularly with Wilson Chandler out. Moose is not a power forward. I think it's kind of... He's a tall dude, and we're talking about him, but he's really more of a guard. Um, even mm. though he's 6'9". But they're going to Kirk's play him. is
1: sort right? of the only real power forward to speak of.
0: Yeah, it's... it's um, and, like, the, it's funny that the Nets have no power forwards and the Nets have – or the Knicks have five uh, power forwards on their team. Yeah. Um, another fun thing to look at while you're looking at Nets stats from these preseason games is the fact that Kevin Durant's name is on the stat sheet. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that guy is is part of the mix. He's never mm. going to – he's not playing this year. At least we're, we're told that. But. Um,
1: um, okay, so – I'll go through some other incredibly spicy takes. Please. Um here's one. Torian Prince mm-hmm. is good. And
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and and it's gonna have a uh I mean like the two guys that like it was sort of amazing just how I mean, again it's just a preseason game and whatever, but like Torian Prince, uh and Spencer did really like we've we've known to um we've come to know and love. <laughs> I was gonna say it the other way. Um <laughs> you know um but he uh like Spencer Dinwiddie's offense is like spectacular and is getting better and I don't think of him as always like a person with room like a ton of room to grow but but he might be um and similarly Torian Prince I just we just watched him 10 seconds ago doing like a whirling mid-range jumper uh at the elbow like things that you don't sort of think about for Torian on the um on a uh, scouting report, but um, you know, very fluid offensive player. Uh, similarly, Garrett temple putting the ball on the yes. floor in a way that like, I did not expect um, and, and dishing in a way that I did not expect. I mean, I assumed that he was just a sort of like, you know, like third in the stable of three and D, you know, wings that we have. Um, but I suspect he might get some real minutes um, somewhere yeah, along the way. And,
0: and let's kind of like f- f- uh, rewind a bit to when the Nets signed Garrett temple, they signed him. At the same time, they were getting DeAndre Jordan, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I think on the same day, the first day of free agency, that Garrett Temple signed with the team. The team has an idea of what they actually want from Garrett Temple. It's not like David Nwaba, who we both love and have adopted to be a part of our family. We don't really know what they want from him. I mean, he seems like um, a Trevion Graham type so, player.
1: Boy, gzorp Treboy Zorp um in the twitch chat is saying is nwaba at, at power forward that bad um yes it kind of it, like in this very small sample um he seemed i mean i hate to put too much pressure on him um really small sample size here but uh my initial eye test is that nwaba was um a little was was sort of i don't know not asked to do too much but i don't think I'm worried about the amount of dimensions that he has to offer in his game at that position. Um yeah, I mean I think his uh he did not attempt to take I think he took like one three uh at some point and um I don't know, I have to check at that. But yeah, I didn't see like a ton of of super exciting things from him. Um but that's you know, again, you know, jitters, he's in Shanghai. It's a scary place. Um <laughs> as far as I know. It's um scary. Yeah. <laughs> so um so, anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a positional thing or if it's just jitters or you know small sample size or whatever. Uh, but it did not impress. I guess is my early
0: findings. My my thing about him is, I think he's going to get the most minutes for least productivity. But I'll be happy he's on the floor, depending on the lineup. Like if you put him with Dinwiddie and let's say Joe Harris staggered a minute with Dinwiddie, and then you have Nawaba, Jared Allen, and you know Carooks. If that's like your so like really what you wanted to wob out of that is just to kind of play defense, scrap for some rebounds. That's really all you're gonna want from him. He's certainly athletic. He certainly has some sense of what he wants to do on the floor. I'm just, he's you know Trayvon Graham. He's, uh, he's yeah. He's a dude I'm also who's going to play defense.
1: And and I kind of put him in the same. Well, also what would you, what was your vibe with uh, Wilson Chandler in those the few minutes that he played? It seemed weird, like man. Yeah, he seemed, he seemed seemed to be – I mean, if I were in his position, I would be like, hey, I'm only going to play, like, a few games in the beginning of the season. I really want to, like, you know, get some reps in. Um, did not seem in any – not not. he didn't seem to have that kind of urgency um, at all. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He seemed, like, maybe in a weird headspace. I'm not sure. Um, but those two guys, I think, are, like, sort of in the back of the rotation as far as my preferred rotation would go.
0: Well, and I wonder um, yeah. how the the injuries to Karis LaVert and Kyrie Irving, we understand them probably unlikely to be all that serious, but, like, how that screwed up Kenny Atkinson's thought about minutes rotations. Because, I, you know, if Kyrie and Karis are both playing, they're both going to get 24 minutes a game. That seemed to be about the number. That's what LeBron played, Anthony Davis, DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dinwiddie, Rodion's Carooks, Jared Temple. Like, all these guys all played 20 to 25 minutes a game. So, like... You put those. you redistribute those minutes. who picked up those minutes? Probably Theo Pinson, David Nwaba. David Theo Pinson played nineteen minutes, you know, scored ten points shot, two for ten from the field, um, but you know got five five free throws. Uh, Musa played twenty two minutes. so like I'm interested to see when Kyrie and Karis come back. who of Garrett Temple, Theo Pinson, David Nwaba, and John and Musa? who of those four? you know where the minutes ranking goes for them like who is the priority because we'll find I mean, out a lot if Musa keeps
1: playing like he's playing and he's got to be leapfrogging a few people there um but
0: it's probably Garrett Temple right Garrett Temple's gonna get I think he's gonna get like as you're saying like 18 20 minutes a game like he's gonna play
1: yeah we're gonna see maybe maybe we shouldn't be too maybe too much Garrett Temple to be honest um we're going he to dislike Jared
0: Temple pretty early on. Yeah.
1: It, it's it's yeah, possible that that happens. <laughs> I mean, it's always <laughs> got to be someone, some sacrificial lamb. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other people that I like. I mean, I also just in general, I like uh, – can I just say more about DeAndre Jordan? Yes. Is
0: yes, that okay? Yes, we're allowed to like DeAndre Jordan. People – I mean, I know everyone likes to make fun of that contract. One, it's only $10 million a year. It's like not- I
1: don't really – it's kind of the going rate. And he looks to have like at least two or three likes pretty solid years left in the tank based on like the shape that he's in right now.
0: Yes. Um he he did not have as bad. I'm sure visually it was a bad season last year, but statistically his season last year wasn't bad. It was not he was above replacement. Um hmm. I don't know, it's just like I'm so many particularly national media. The national media um loves to like point out that contract and how the Nets have lost their way and it's like I don't know, he's He's a a former all-star who is still pretty effective.
1: It was marketed as some just pure marketing or uh, politicking ploy to, to like assuage Kyrie and KD, And and I don't, I really think that we'll look back and then see like that's, that was a pretty good deal. Um, Maybe, I don't know. That's my first, but those are my impressions today. Talk to me in a year. Um, but I also like that DeAndre Jordan has weird little idiosyncratic things that I really enjoy, like the fact that he like will s- what, does this as part of his free throw ritual, strikes up a conversation with the guy that's next to him. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like, like that they they spend some time like talking about it on the. Uh, um, in the like, yes, network thing. Um, do they? So that's a,
0: that's a like a thing that he does. That's a thing him.
1: that he does. It's and it's helped him break his uh, like nervousness. Like, the, the like, right before he shoots, he just starts talking to like Rodion's Kirks right next to him about nonsense, and, and then he will shoot his free throw. Um, and also, like, you know, Torian Prince, when he got mauled by that homicidal maniac, Dwight Howard, and got a flagrant, um, he. DeAndre Jordan right there to fix his hair. You know, the small things like that. The guy had a little bit of, uh, like, a, a dreadlock, like, out of place. And he pulled it through his his uh, hair bun thing or whatever. Um, those kinds of sensitivity things. I really I really enjoy that. Okay, well, Mike?
0: I saw him put his arm around Terrence Prince. And as it, like, I think it was in the third quarter after Prince had made, not like a boneheaded play, but just, like, didn't make the exact right moment. And I will say, so Prince, if, if you're not – His stats, 18 points, six from 11 from the field, four for six from three, four rebounds and assists, three turnovers, a steal. But, like, a a very solid outing in 24 minutes, 18 points. But, like, saw DeAndre Jordan. Put his arm around him. And the thing you know about DeAndre Jordan, the thing you can bank on this season is the fact that he's going to be a good dude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think you and I are now in the camp about Kyrie is that, like, we're less worried. At least I'll say, speak for myself. I am less worried about his personality impact on the team than I was five months ago.
1: Mm-hmm. But because you're you're buying the media hype, the mainstream, <laughs> the mainstream media had poisoned the well, and you were drinking. You're lapping it up, Mike.
0: I was lapping it up like just a kitten. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I did not have a mind of my own. I was just a yeah, little. Yeah. My little sandy tongue was just (laughs) licking that bowl of milk fed to me. But now, I'm milking the cow myself. I'm knowing where it's coming from.
1: Speaking of chill bros and not chill bros, (laughs) um, Chiboy Basketball is Life uh, on Twitch is saying, I love his block on Caruso, referring to DeAndre Jordan. Straight up disrespectful. Here's a hot take for you. Alex Caruso is not a chill bro, Okay. And I want to I want to spread that rumor around. <laughs> okay, the vibe that I get from that guy is weird. Okay, I'm just gonna say I get a weird vibe from him. I I'm not sure what to make of him. I, I don't like that he gets all grabby with people. I don't like him. Okay? Um, Hot take. Hot so, take.
0: so we need to think. There's a, the uh, a Na- Napoleonic complex, right? Uh, if you're short, you're aggressive, and all that type of stuff. You're you're not that tall. There needs to be some kind of complex for if you are rapidly if you balding.
1: Like a, if you look like a like cartoon <laughs> of a Fencing, like French rat or something. <laughs> like I don't know what that guy looks like. I, I mean, I hate to. Yeah, I should. We should not just like make fun of people's appearances. That's not. That's no. Not but fair, he has but. an
0: interesting hairline. We're allowed to point out his. Hair. I again. I have consistently been the for, on the forefront of the impact of your follicles on your basketball game. And if anything, I've always stated that being bald is better. Um, again, just look at the top ten scores of all time. Who of that list had hair and who didn't? It's a shocking number of people who did not have hair early on in this career. The greatest basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan, did not have hair. The second greatest basketball player of all time, LeBron James, really shouldn't have hair, but has chosen to implant hair on top of his head.
1: I'll also say this: the AB pictures the from the over the summer that just seems weird to me.
0: I don't know. Well, and so people posting. Sorry, we're looking at uh, Anthony Davis, right? So we're watching on Twitch stream. You have the game up. Anthony Davis famously has maintained his unibrow. He has he has bought into it. He has made it a part of a signature part of his look. He is the brow. Caruso really should. If I was advising him, I would shave the the very thin parts of his hair and just lean into, like, the 45-year-old dad look who really doesn't want to quite give up the side of their hair. hair. You know what I mean? Like, lean into it. Embrace that look. So does – which is his real – so I was just
1: looking at Anthony Davis's um, – Logo, you know how players have like logos for their websites and stuff? Sure. And there's two of them, and I think one of them's an old one, but the newest one has a reference to his his uh, brow line. I think it should go way harder with that for the design elements. Um and just make it sort of like a Nike swoosh but with the the brow outline, you know?
0: Well, I'm looking at I guess a shoe that he would wear, a logo that was like on the tongue of his shoe and it was—it's a circular logo, and it says Anthony Davis on the bottom. of says sphere, the Brow, and there is like within the circle is almost like a—I um, mean, it's like an eyebrow. It's an—it's a set of eyebrows that are all connected down below, making a unibrow. He's—he's hmm. he's leaned in. He's—I, and I, you know, if there's anything I like about Anthony Davis is the fact that he did that. I d- do happen to grow hair between my two eyebrows. My parents, my mom, took me to get it waxed. Before ninth grade, wow, it got waxed, and the woman did you went,
1: express a lack of confidence in it? Is that what happened?
0: No, I think my sisters my older sisters were like he needs to get that unibrow that came in over the top well wow. and I was like, sure I mean I would love to go to the salon with my mom
1: does Anthony Davis have sisters that's the question
0: let's figure that out that's that's a quick Google too um yeah. but I'm proud of him. I think it's a great thing and I think Alex Caruso should lean into his hairline. He should he should happily shave that top part of his head, then grow yeah. out the sides and <laughs> you know, give me give me the opposite of a mullet. Give me a really great looking sort of just side flop.
1: You're getting a roast in Twitch chat about always talking about people's hair because of your own fixation. Um it's and, clear. I mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of our listeners are psychologists, they would say Mike is afraid you don't of growing need, old. You
1: don't need to be Sigmund Freud to figure out why Mike yeah. keeps talking about hair. Um, um, but speaking of marketing, marketing, marketing things, yes. we're not shoe guys by by nature. I will say I looked, took a deep dive on uh, Kyrie's um, SpongeBob shoes. Quite like them. Just just they stick out yes. to me. The Squidwards are, are, are tight AF. By the um, way,
0: Anthony Davis has a twin sister and an older sister. But really,
1: and they didn't. Do they have unibrows themselves? I mean, that's the only thing. That's the only explanation I could have for them not teasing him into shaving that at a at a young um, age.
0: Doesn't look like it. Hmm. But all right, I may just be blew up my whole theory. New theory. Wrong, Antoinette Davis. Because I think I am. I don't want to go into. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Um, okay. <laughs> hey. Well, yes. Other
1: basketball things. Do you want to? Is there okay. anything else on your mind? Or yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
0: I got. I got a couple more things. One is like. I forgot that Frank Vogel was the Lakers coach,
1: or that Jason Kidd and Lionel Hollins are, <laughs> is, are is, 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 yeah, flanked by those two. I mean, it's just like the the Game of Thrones vibe yes. from like just watching Jason Kidd is like it's just, it's a little finger scene every time. He's just lurking around, staring at who's he who's he going to usurp next? That's really all he's thinking about. You can it, tell
0: it is so perfect as you're describing Vogel sit you know is sitting on the bench. The two people directly to his right and left are Lionel Hollins and Jason Kidd. I mean, it, it's it's like one of those two guys are going to stab him in the back eventually. It's just like, who's going to do it first? That's that's the only thing those two guys are actually discussing when Frank Vogel walks away. Is like, which of us is going to leak this thing to the media? Which of us is going <laughs> to pull this player aside and like, like, what do you guys they, think about this?
1: They're just like, I hope you don't leak that because I want to leak that. <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> leak. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. It's yeah. it's gonna be high comedy all year. Um, yeah. And
1: you know who does not look good um, is Dwight Howard. I could just I'm just put that out there. Although they're not really expecting him to be good, I guess. But um, what? Why is he not good? I, it's like hard to explain. What what is like the failure there?
0: I think his body is deteriorating. I mean, last year he had a butt injury, but I think. Is <laughs> <laughs> what
1: is that real? A butt injury, like a yeah. tailbone, or like a glue? Is this butt cheek? A yeah.
0: Is that your butt, your glute, gluteus maximus? Sure. Yeah, that's sounds. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Um, he, he, um, which made always made me laugh after, uh, you know, Gladiator came out. Maximus Aurelius and your gluteus maximus. Very nice. funny thing when I was seven <laughs> years old or whatever.
1: That is gold.
0: That is gold. Um, this is kind of the worst scene for him to be on because they really don't need another center. Um, mm. And but I, I'm sure they were the only team that had any desire for his services because he was out there for so long. He was hurt last year in Washington. You know, I think if he was on a crappy team and getting 32 minutes a game, he'd put up numbs. But,
1: he'd, get his, he'd get his 15 and 12.
0: Yeah, I just don't think... I. It's not like I don't want it to work out for him. I just don't think... Uh,
1: it, you can say that. You can be vindictive if you want.
0: No, no. I mean, it's, it's like I just... I, I think what would be would have been best for him is if some team did take a chance on him who weren't the Lakers. That were like, you know, I don't know who it would be, but the Bucks or some more low profile team. It's not yeah, good. I mean just for him.
1: just watching him in this like <clears throat> again, small sample, but like and it's also preseason, so if there's ever a time to not give and F it's it'd be now. Um, But he just like his, I can't tell if it's intuition or laziness, but his defensive presence is just not what people like Joe Harris. will just like take it right to Dwight Howard's face nowadays. Like that would never happen five years ago.
0: Um, I mean, and also like we should say this, it is pretty incredible that this game happened uh, with all the noise surrounding this game, everything with the people tearing down billboards of Nets and Lakers players. Who,
1: who were tearing them? down those billboards? They, just, I mean, they
0: were workers. They, were they like, did such a
1: They did such a bad job of it. <laughs> just, like, clawed at it.
0: <laughs> it wasn't like, should there be a, more of a system than just, yeah. like, take out little cameras <laughs> like, like, across?
1: <laughs> just, like, just, like, swing a guy across it. <laughs> like, just grab as much as you can. It, yeah.
0: it, it evoked when, like, LeBron left Cleveland and they tore down that gigantic witness ad that they had on the side of the building. And it was, like, it was... I don't know. It's a, it's a crazy situation that that this game, that was surrounding this game. It isn't worth it for a preseason game to have, like, in my head, if, if it wasn't Joseph Sy was the owner of the team, if I was the owner of the team, I would have gone and just said, we got to get out of here. This is ridiculous. Our players don't know if they're going to play this game at all. They're yeah, you, were ready to,
1: you were ready to call it quits. Also, that kind of echoes your just general personality. Like, you're pretty inclined to cancel plans. I think that's a, <laughs> that's a, thing, a thing I've picked up on you.
0: The, the minute there's a snag, a potential snag <laughs> like, that's in, it. in, in bom- the view, we're I'm like, bom- all right. All right, let's pack it up. This is too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty yeah. true. It's pretty true. I try to power yeah. through it sometimes, and it actually doesn't – I never get rewarded for that. So, um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, but it, it was – It's a crazy game. So, like, the Nets have another game coming up, right? We have a game, what is it, Saturday? Um, I think also against the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, if this game happened, you would think that game would happen, unless if something else super crazy occurs. That game's in another part of China. Um, Hopefully, you know, like, does Kyrie Irving play in that game? If you're the Nets, probably not, unless if Kyrie really wants to. Uh, does Karis LeVert play in that game? Maybe. Maybe you let Karis play. But I, I wonder if the Nets are going to just, like, both teams are going to take a totally different tack for that second game and sit all the players. We're going to get a lot of Nwaba and Caruso battling mm-hmm. out on the basketball court. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, take it out of the game with a poke in the eye. That sounds like a scratched cornea if I ever heard one.
0: You
1: know, know. got to watch got watch after this. Um, are the, we going to get?
0: Oh, so just one thing. You you pointed out the Nets Daily had a good tweet about the different sizes of the players now that yeah. they're resizing. And I know, you, mm. you know, if you've been listening to the pod, maybe you've thought about it. Um, maybe you've seen this already, but I just want to point out a few of them that actually kind of matter, but obviously not really matter. Durant 6'10", when they thought he was 6'9". This is height without shoes, so whatever. doesn't really mean anything. Uh, Torian Prince, though, being 6'6", is a difference. Like being 6'8 or being 6'6, like those are, there's a distinct line, even though it's just two inches. 6'6 makes you perfect height for a shooting guard and you can play three. 6'8 makes it so that you can play four. He's going to play the power forward position on this team, anyways. It's not like it's really going to mess up their plans, but him being 6'6 means he's the same height as Karis Levert. Um, Hmm. he's He's an inch taller than Theo Pinson, an inch taller than Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, it's like he's a guard who now in the NBA we're t- saying is may have to play the four position.
1: You know what I want to know? Um, and we should find out. It just occurred to me to look, but I'm not going to do it. Maybe Twitch check okay. and let me up. Um, whose difference, whose disparity was the largest in the league? Who's, who's the biggest liar, Whoa. basically, is what I want to know.
0: Um, I'm Googling that as you talk. Biggest NBA height disparity.
1: Biggest NBA liar. That's what you want to <laughs> Google. <laughs> True um, boy, wonder. wicked skinny, talking about more time for Nick Claxton, who's been the talk of the town. Um, Nick for Claxton. for the next game.
0: I'm, I'm super intrigued by Nick Claxton. Um, by the um, way, Zion yeah. Williamson was only is six six without shoes. He's the same height as Toreen Prince, but like Zion, people are talking about like may play center at sometimes. But he's obviously Did,
1: did you athlete. watch any of that game last night? That kid is. Yeah. I mean, I feel super vindicated on. Um, on it. I've been talking about Zion way Way before everybody else was And everyone would be like no he's just beating up on like Tiny kids in middle school And um, you know I saw, the, I saw the I saw the vision and it's all Coming it's all happening that guy's gonna be so Frickin good dude
0: Oh here's a complete list of NBA Height measurements uh, what? Um, Say it again broke th- it up. There's some HoopLifeTV.com has a list of Every team's height difference And measurements measurements, so... You're going to
1: to pour over that data. Yeah, you know.
0: this is like to You're going to have to
1: crunch those numbers.
0: Well, Chris Stapps grew an inch from what we previously believed, which is... what terrifying. is it, seven it's 7'4"? 7'3". Without shoes, he's 7'3", oh, which is Draymond's 6'5". Uh, How
1: is it that these shoes, it's give or take like three inches, I, you know? That's what, what I love the, the, point the, of, yeah.
0: the, the, the NBA draft, you'll see, because they'll put the... I think it's anamorphic is the word. They'll put the anamorphic measurements or breakdown (laughs) and you'll see some guys shoes are like an inch and a half. Some guys shoes are like two inches. And if I was their, their agent, I would tell everyone to get two inch heels. Why not? Mm -hmm. You want them to be super tall. Um,
1: Well, not always. I mean, that's the, that's the whole thing, right? Because you know, if you're, if you're seven feet, they get you pegged at center and you know, people, people don't like to play center.
0: Um man I am digging through. Isaiah Thomas is 5-8. There's not all that much.
1: <laughs> no, he's not.
0: 5-8. Isaiah Thomas from the Wizards. Yeah. He is now he, he's now been he was 5-9 and now he's
1: 5-8. Damn. That's super that's like a That's like getting called out on uh on Tinder.
0: It's uh it's pretty bad. Um Tobias Harris is 6-7 Six feet seven inch, seven and a half inches um this is exciting podcasting I'm sorry, it's just so yeah. interesting. I don't know why it's always been interesting to me, but it is interesting to me about how tall these guys actually are because you just are obsessed
1: them with physical appearance that's why that's, <laughs> I've, i you know again goes back
0: um yeah. Okay, this is not trust. This is not a complete list at all. This is okay. A partial list.
1: Well, that's, there's going to be a big old tweet coming from when we figure out who's the biggest liar in the NBA. Big yeah. old tweet.
0: Kemba Walker is six feet tall. Taco Fall is not actually seven foot five. Um, How tall? Uh,
1: doesn't just, just it just says he's not seven foot five. Doesn't anything. say he's really say anything.
0: Dwight Howard is <coughs> what? six nine. What do you mean? It
1: doesn't say anything. I really, I don't, I don't know. know.
0: I do I mean, You read some articles; they're not that that perfect. But
1: so it doesn't say. It just says he's not that height, and, that, and doesn't say. Where do these
0: sources? It doesn't give me anything.
1: These are, these are terrible sources.
0: Well, Taco Fall at the NBA draft was seven foot five. So I don't, without shoes. All we know
1: is that's not true. That's the only thing we know.
0: Nick Claxton was six ten at the draft. Just so everyone knows, without shoes, that's pretty tall, quite tall um okay i think we're running out of steam i saw joker you saw joker yeah we don't need to talk about
1: you want to you want to bring another hot take about that
0: um so th- i'll just this is the end of our pod thank you all for listening but i'll just do one quick joker take and for everyone who saw it can listen everyone who doesn't want to you know you, you can stop listening is that fine you think um
1: don't sell yourself short i mean jeez my joker. Oh, uh, we we should do all the like at BK glue guys for Twitter. I really think everyone should go in there and check out the bio for the Twitch stream and also the invite to discord, which is our discord server so that we can have your beautiful voices on our show and in the podcast and all that good stuff.
0: And and we have um, an announcement. I think it's next week. There'll be some announcement about a change a little bit coming up. Exciting changes. Better for the show. You're going to get more. Probably some more content from us, which will be nice in some way, in a different way. It,
1: that'll be nice. That'll be nice for you.
0: Um, OK. Joker. Joker take. If you don't hear about the Joker, don't don't listen anymore. Well,
1: it's, it's spoiler free, right? I mean, don't give. the. We don't need your spoilers. Oh,
0: OK. Um, God, I'll just need... say I'll just say this. Yeah. I Mike was, was
1: disturbed. He was texting me. He was like, I'm disturbed by this. He was, he was really clutching his pearls in the theater.
0: Well. It, it it all evened out. It did even out. The movie was good. It was, but it's not, okay. It's a feat of marketing more than anything else because mm, mm. The, the movie itself barely has anything to do with Joker. I understood that going in. Still wanted to see it because of the discussion surrounding it. Another win for marketing. All of the discussion surrounding it. All of the things negative and positive made Joker All of it ended up being positive for Joker. And by calling the movie what they called it, of course they're attracting a lot of attention because if you're going to rank the most important comic book figures, particularly cinematically of all time, Joker, gosh, Joker's number two, Bry.
1: Most important cinematic character? What are we talking about?
0: Cinematic comic book character, super villain. No, but not even just super so like so you can have Batman, Superman, Iron Man, Thor, y- y- Constantine, sure. <laughs> Constantine's on that list. Is um, Aeon Flux on that list? Aeon Flux throw her, throw <laughs> yeah. her or him in there. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, no, video game, never mind, they don't count. Yeah. But uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers though. Love mm-hmm. that. Movie. The um but, like, okay, in, the, in all of comic book movies, Batman is number one in terms of uh, comic book characters who have been put in film, in terms of importance. He's, you know, American James Bond or whatever. America's Great Detective. Blah, blah, blah. Joker's number two. He's more important. Maybe only Iron Man. Iron Man is challenging that throne. So they make a movie about him, and the movie's not really about that character. It is, but it's not. You know? It's just a feat of marketing. I I'm, I feel a little cold because of that.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, <clears throat> in, in general, like, I'm like, inclined to agree. I think it really wanted to have something poignant to say and just couldn't really ran it out. Couldn't really figure out what that poignant thing would be other than, like, mental illness. Got to watch out for that.
0: You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's but, but some things that happen early in the film, you find out, like, of course, aren't true. So it makes it. Because there's some things that happen. You're like, well, that wouldn't have happened. And it probably didn't have happened.
1: Um, mm-hmm. But then you've got a whole thing there. where you have got an unreliable narrator. And now it's like, did any of it happen? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. The um, It's certainly like... If you're not afraid of violence in film, it's worth seeing, I guess. But, mm-hmm. but just, you know, my general take of it is I don't know if... Joaquin's performance is as great as it maybe feels that's all like, I, mm. like you, you brought up before we had talked earlier about the way he like he arched his shoulders mm. and his shoulder bones he relied on he did rely on that that, that was a lot, a lot right there was a lot, there was was a
1: lot like, of shoulder action
0: it was a lot of shoulder action and <laughs> sucking in his stomach and,
1: and I also don't think of the Joker as a particular like a gaunt skinny skinny boy um, necessarily I mean, Jack, but, but like, like Jack, was yeah, like, he was, he's a thick, he's a thick girl. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Jared Leto maybe is yeah. sort of in the he post. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man for two movies, but like, we will never discuss that. It won't be discussed. Um, mm. yeah. So I don't know it was good. I liked it. I sat in the back row. I had to kick people out of my seat because, um, it was a small theater, and the only other seats were up front. And I was like, I really don't want to tell people, "Hey, you're sitting in my seat," but they were, and they actually they saw me walk sitting around. in my.
1: You had a you had a movie with assigned seating.
0: Oh, Brian, yes, Shh, good Pretty lord! Pretty much every theater now does assigned seating.
1: What I haven't <laughs> I've have not seen. I've been to like maybe one. <laughs> I, I mean, which, oh, which theaters are you going to?
0: Uh, the one by me. Sinopolis
1: Synopolis. Yeah, I know right my What's God. the worst
0: name for a movie theater? <laughs> um, wow, but it, it's pretty good. They totally redid it. There's actually a bar in like where you get your popcorn. There's actually a bar with like TVs. I think in their head they're thinking people will come before a movie to to get drinks and people to watch don't sports. want to do that because
1: you have to pee too many times. That's my thing. Yeah. So I pee too much as it is.
0: Um. Good movie. There you go. That's my take.
1: Yeah. Um, Did you watch – are you watching any other basketball-related anything? Uh, Zion did you watch highlights that? for sure. Did you watch the Zion highlights, yeah. Yeah,
0: and that's about it. Start I mean, signing. so we're going to do – we have a bunch of stuff that we're going to be doing pre the season. We may get a guest of some consequence to start the year.
1: Um, oh, dude, you know what I decided we should do? What? Um, hang on. You know, are you familiar with uh, the tier list? Like so, ranking things by um, tiers? Well, yeah, but there's a whole tiermaker.com thing. Oh, okay, and let's see. Hang on, I can pull this up and you can see it. So, like, they have a whole bunch of different.
0: Uh, uh. Sorry, bear with me. Is this like Hold...
1: this Bob-a-Lytics. is for the... mostly for what?
0: I'm seeing something like tiermaker.com.
1: Um. Yeah. So. World flags. So if you look at my screen, it'll be like, you know, first overall picks um, your list maker, which you'd be like, you know, LeBron goes in this S tier, right? And like, I don't know. I don't know who, like, you know, Andrea Bargnani is D. Are you looking at my screen? Yeah. That kind of stuff. There's all kinds of fun, fun, different memes like that on the internet. Content, you know, just content, Mike.
0: Great. Let's do it.
1: I don't need. I don't need to tell you. And it. we could just argue about those stupid things.
0: I love. That's a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> don't it is. patronize me, Mike. Do not. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, okay, so we're gonna do. Obviously, we're gonna do a season preview in some way. We're gonna get a guest in some way. Um, I have a way that you and I are gonna look at the league, which is most intriguing things that relates to the Nets, but that aren't about the Nets things that we're yeah, I watching mean,
1: it's hard to imagine that we're going to be producing more content than we are currently now and it's still just the first game of real preseason is is upon us like we're going to be balls to the wall here mikey
0: i know it's going to be a lot it's going to be great people are going to love it um so thank you all for listening at Guys on twitter at CLA.com, brian the nuts are back
1: the nuts are back everybody thanks bye bye yeah boy